0: What's up, hobby friends and welcome back to Paint Brave, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. at least we'd like to think so. today I think we I think we got some fun stuff, and again, I do say that every time. It's almost like an automatic at this point because I just have so much fun doing hobby. Uh, but we got some painting stuff to talk about, some actual paint manufacturing stuff to talk about. And uh, it's just random hobby stuff. So let's get right into it and uh, check it out. Brent over here, pouring your orange drink.
1: Yeah, orange drink and, today. Uh,
0: yeah. For those was, uh, listening at tasty. home,
2: orange, orange drink today. <laughs> All right. All right. So using this...
0: a, a rule book as a coaster.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was getting some, some B-roll, and I put down a, a big old neoprene mat on my big old table here. And... It's a nice mat. I like it here on the table. The cats haven't ruined it yet, but I don't want to be getting it all sticky with orange drink. So right. So using use a this, use a
0: good war game rule book as a coaster. My saga
2: rule book as a coaster.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's a good
1: alternative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Now if you're wondering uh... <laughs> why uh, why Brent has a saga rule book out, Brent has a a saga game in twenty four hours. So. All right. Brent has to read at least a few paragraphs uh, <laughs> <laughs> to see what you're actually going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, this is Saga. We're playing the Age of Vikings version. So, model agnostic game. It is based on these, you know, proprietary dice. They're just d6s, but they've got uh, three runes on each on each dice and you use mm. the 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 roll of the dice. Kind uh, of lets you charge up your ability page here. So this is the, Ooh, I like that the, the Anglo-Saxons ability page, and this is essentially everything you can do on a turn. So like each of your units gets one dice, one die. You roll, you know, whatever four units, four dice, and then based on the runes you get, you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna gonna make sure that I have this ability available to me, and this one, and this one. So you like kind of put your your dice on the, the battle board. And, um, yeah, that's that's all the special rules. Other than that, you just, you know, run at the enemy and roll some regular old D6s for, for attacks and such. Um, but it is a model agnostic game, and I procrastinated, so for my Anglo-Saxons, I will just be using some very old Bretonians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which, man. Which... <laughs> that fits perfectly close <laughs> enough but <laughs> yeah um i've got my my buddy alex's collection of bretonians and oh convenient there's, a, there's yeah. a couple models mixed in there that i painted and at the time i wouldn't say i was a better painter but i was a, a neater painter maybe C- cared more about you know covering all the white spots of the primer and right that sort of stuff do you mean, so, you mean
0: compared to him or compared to now
2: Compared to him, I still care okay. about covering the primer. Like that's that yeah, hasn't gone yeah. away with age. <laughs> that's good. I think that's that's probably something, you know, as you
0: grow as a miniature painter you wanna make sure
2: yeah. you
0: cover cover the primer. It's a good goal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so right before we recorded I was going down like man, I need I need a unit of twelve levy Bowman. Well, I've got I've got more than twelve Bretonian bowmen, I'll tell you that. And I was going through and kinda of picking the twelve I wanted. And it was pretty funny because I was able to pick this one up. And this was, you know, Brent painted this in 2001. Alex painted this one in 2001. Like, <laughs> Well, I need to bo- have them both in there because I don't have that many. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're both going right in the unit.
0: Yeah. And- Man, yeah. Are they, so are they, I mean, are they, they're old paintings, right? So, so is it decent or is it like, you know, Old it's, fine.
2: it's it's painted. It's goblin green bases, and yeah, uh, they're primed and painted. You know they're nice. They're, they're, a few yeah. of them, a few of them, I did eyes on, and they're they're Ooh. pretty funny. They're pretty <laughs> funny actually. <laughs> I bet. Um, very beady, very beady. Mm-hmm. So something Just like that wide open. Learn. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, if you think about it or if you're an observer of of people you'll notice that you can't actually see the whites of people's eyes above and below the, <laughs> the yeah <laughs> above Unless and below they're the just iris yeah you, wide open
0: <laughs> just like oh my yeah. god they're coming yeah. for me <laughs> that
2: that archer just loosed an arrow and he was not happy about where that went <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh,
0: that's so good yeah I got, I got a lot of those for sure yeah. um, it reminds me though I, I, I've I been working on this new video and one of the things that I talked about because you know I kind of just went through doing a bunch of speed paint stuff and like I don't know, just felt different like painting this time and you know I was thinking back about old armies and old paint jobs and like you know like, clearly, a, a painted mini is always better than a non-painted model, but it occurred to me that, like, I've never had a negative experience, like, uh, more so playing a war game when the models are painted, even really badly, like, on both sides. It's not like it makes the game worse. It always makes it better. Oh, sure. Like, it could be a terrible paint job, oh, but sure. it always makes yeah. the game better. So that's kind of the, the basis of, of the video I've been working on. Um, and it's just, yeah, like, you can pull out a model, an old Bretonian goblin green base and everything, and still be like, yes, even with the beady stupid eyes. Like, yeah, that'll do. Like, it's just going to make the game better.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and from just a little bit of a distance, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, you're
0: standing back quite a ways. You can't really see his eyes. And even then, the, his eyes have pointed at the other guy. So if anything, you're freaking that guy out, not yourself. Yeah,
2: you're absolutely <laughs> so, right. It
0: could be a tactical advantage, if you will. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But it makes me wonder what that guy accidentally shot because he is very <laughs> upset and worried about it. <laughs> it.
0: That it's you know that you somehow pull it back and then let go of the wrong hand it goes backwards and yeah
2: something like that yeah sure, I'm sure there's super a super wide eye with that <laughs> yeah. and at least half the unit is doing that so um, yes exactly as you're as you're sitting there at home listening to this maybe maybe painting bravely yourself make Mm. make that iris a little bit bigger make it make it touch the the top of the eye socket you know you you don't want any white above the above the iris little little corner of of beige to the side of of the of the dark dot in the eye and yeah look a little bit better yeah yeah if anything i have a pretty decent eyeball
0: painting tutorial that it has a Photoshop explanation. Yeah, you do. That, like, works pretty
2: good, yeah. Do you remember yeah. what video that's part of, Casey?
0: Uh, f- Yeah, actually, it's, I think it's called Faces, or it's something that's like faces or something, something important, something more Hammer. I don't know. Okay, but it's got you... a big, disgusting face of, like, Ragnar Blackmane on the front, and it just looks like bacon on his face. So that's pretty
2: recognizable thumbnail.
0: Okay, um, it was
2: it was the Ragnar <clears throat> video. All right. Yeah. Okay, also I have a, a
0: blog about that specifically at miniaturerescues.com. That it goes over the whole thing, has the video, the the photoshop portions of that video. Yeah, but painting is uh, it's hard. It's hard. It doesn't really get easier, I don't think. Like you just end up spending more time to make it look less bad. <laughs> that's about it.
2: <laughs> uh, I think I, I actually think there's just a few relatively straightforward rules to yeah to make it not look terrible. Like
0: Yeah, I mean I mean having the the iris touch the top and the bottom yeah. for
2: sure. A, a round iris that touches the top and the bottom of the eye socket, a little corner of beige on either side and as as long as you are in any way approaching symmetry that'll probably be all right yeah
0: that's true <laughs> as long as they're mostly
2: based yeah. in the same direction yeah but again you get those those irises too big because a lot of times it's a black dot that kind of represents the iris and the pupil all in one yeah. but you get that black dot too big then it's just looking like a big old pupil and then yeah <laughs> you just... mess up for different reasons <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah too much dot, no good. Too much, too much white eye white, not good. It's a, mm. it's a delicate balance. You gotta. Well, like I,
0: I, I try and avoid it whenever I can. Like there are some models where the the eyes are big enough, where it's you know a, a more important model, shall sure. we say. So I I do try on those things. Um, but for the most part, like I was painting these these uh, what are they goblins on wolves. Ooh. for underworlds um and like most goblins it's like oh the whole eye everything in there's just red you know like red eyes on goblins works um for most other models they will just fill it in white and then kind of glaze over or put in like an ink or something of of a color and then it's mm-hmm. like oh look magical glowy eyes cuz they're from the future or they're magical so yeah like uh, i like doing that because you generally don't see the eyes, anyways, and then if you're holding the model, it's kind of like, oh, that's that's pretty neat, you know. It doesn't look stupid, so
2: that's a good way to go. Right on. Yeah, I, I like those wolves. The wolves are good. I like those goblins. Yeah.
0: The uh, yeah the goblins riding the wolves. Uh, yeah, I've had them in a ziploc bag for like five years. Well, I don't know, they they haven't been out that long, but like three years maybe, I don't know. Um and I just haven't I don't know, I haven't really known what to do with them. So they've just been sitting in this plastic bag, like in a corner. And they've they've gone through a move now and I just kinda was going through a bunch of stuff. I'm like, Oh yeah. These sweet uh these these Wolf Rider guys. In fact I, I went and dug them out of the back of my my van last week and brought them inside finally. <laughs> been in my van for like nine months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I was moving and so I packed a bunch of stuff in my van and I packed this this big, you know, it's like plastic pull out drawers and stuff, the cheapy ones. Yeah. So I had I had a ton of hobby stuff in there and I was looking for something else and I came across those. I, I got models in the weirdest places around here and I just keep finding them. Now that now that we've moved. So I'll like open a box randomly and be like, Oh, there's the sprue for whatever thing I was looking for and had to make something up, you know, like making up parts and pieces for stuff that's missing and I did that several times and then definitely found the sprue later. So
2: That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, mo- moving you move. sucks. <laughs> everything's sucks. in boxes somewhere. It yeah. it's funny to me that the box was still in your van, but yeah, the everything's in boxes somewhere. Yeah. Well, the, the unfortunately the, you're not the labeling uh, <laughs> well anymore. Yeah. Oh, not even a little bit. No. Yeah. I although
0: I have I have gone a little bit. It's it's been better lately. I I went and bought a bunch of plastic boxes, and I filled them. So at least I know where most everything is now. There's still cardboard boxes that are just filled with sprues and parts and models. I couldn't tell you what was in there. So eventually I'll get around to like doing the organization, but I don't know. It's at the, at this point, uh, I'll have to take a picture of the, the ridiculous nature of my storage room at this point, because mm-hmm. it's, it's getting out of hand. It just is. And I'm not sure what to do about it right now. Um, that might be a. I mean, it'll be a whole project. Like magnetize everything, build everything, get it put somewhere. It's it's gonna have to happen, and I'm gonna have to make a video about it to to make myself do it.
2: Yeah, you so gotta someday. gotta get rid of the sprues. It's the sprues that take up the most room.
0: Yeah, just I'll sit there and snip them yep. and cut them, put them in another box. <laughs>
2: yep, that's the that's the trick. <laughs>
0: I don't know if I can bring myself
2: to that. (laughs) one. Oh, did you see the news? Uh, Games Workshop, at least in the UK, is trying out a recycling program.
0: I saw that. I wasn't I didn't read too much into it. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Somebody mentioned it on Twitter and tagged me in a post. I'm like, well, recycling is good. But they're also asking they're asking for old models, too. So, does that mean they're, like, paying you for the plastic? or No, 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 no. no. Then I don't see why I, I... anybody would give away to games, just back to Games Workshop. Like, even if it was a messed up model, like, I'm not recycling yeah. that. It's still usable.
2: Yeah, I I... You, like, you would much rather rescue that model than have that go back in a recycling yeah. bin. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I figure the only
0: way that it, it can't be is if it was smashed and burned and melted to the point where it was just a pile of plastic. And even then
2: pretty sure you can can use that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like there's a little hand poking out of the, the melty bits. Like there you go. It's basic material. I don't, why are you, why would you get rid of that? I don't know. So I get the spruce. I think that's great. Um, I would, I don't know what they're planning on using it for. I know they can reuse the spruce to melt
2: down. So I I read a little bit of the article, most of the article. I read I read the article. You know what? I read the article. I did. I'll, I'll come okay. out there and admit it. <laughs> um, like there's something wrong with that. <laughs> you know, did your they, research. <laughs> they're they're not using it. They're not using the plastic to go back into models. Okay. Um, which is which is fair enough. Like any any recycling stream, um, you're gonna get people throwing like their ice cream in there or something you, you, oh, you're oh for gonna, sure yeah any recycling stream has some percentage of just stuff that should not be in there mm. and um you know i know talking to archon studio they they say they can chop up all of their like miscast sprues and stuff like that and and they can include mm. like up to i think like 10 percent like, easily, they can right, include yeah. up to, like, 10% of previously cast material. Uh-huh. Um, I assume there's, like, plasticizers or something in there, or, or, you know, a little bit of degradation as a result of the heating process, but the... Mm. So so Games Workshop is not going to take that recycling stream and put it back into models. It sounds like they, they set up, like, Terra Recycling or something, which which sounds like it might be actually affiliated with Games Workshop. Terra yeah. can just mean Earth, <clears throat> but Terra also means Earth in the 40K universe. Yeah, so. yeah uh, I'm,
0: I'm sure they would have branded the, the entire process of recycling to fit the Warhammer universe and stuff. Sure,
2: sure, 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 yeah. sure. So uh, it, it wasn't clear what the material was going to, but it was like going to something else. The way, you know, you recycle shoes and it becomes rubber mats or whatever Mm. um so it didn't sound like the material was in any way going going into the hobby it's just that material is going to be put to some other use and eh, cool that's good that seems good Yeah. yeah 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 the i thought it was interesting it sounded like it was a combined stream of sprues old models you don't want and just don't do that send them to casey if you want to if you want to (laughs) offload like old old models send them to casey don't don't give them back to games workshop you're just yeah you're just ruining the secondhand market (laughs) if you're
0: (laughs) seriously like is that their plan that's games workshop's plan i wonder i wonder
2: i wonder if there's just a little nugget of that in there
0: but um (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised because like what are they gonna do with them don't, Other
2: don't than throw, throw away them the models. Pile. Don't throw away models. Just don't do it. Don't throw away models and don't recycle models. Like a, a corollary of don't throw away models is don't recycle your models. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It means don't get rid of them unless you're giving them away. Yeah. Or, you know, someone is paying you for them.
2: Like, give them to a small child or to Casey. Yeah.
0: Or yeah your that friend. sounds
2: right. Yeah.
0: Or your friend. But yeah. I'm down.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't give them to the recycling bin. And and if you live in America or anywhere that's not like 10 specific uh, hobby shops in in Great Britain, did I use Great Britain correctly? Probably didn't. Is it England? Are the 10 hobby shops in England? Are they in Britain? Great Britain? Is there any in Wales? The the greater British area? The Isles? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't the, the leave UK. anything in the comments. Nobody cares. Yeah, okay. Um, it's, it's, yeah, the it's, United Kingdom. It's a kingdom. kingdom. It's united.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Uh, but it, what we're saying is, like, it's a combined stream of sprues, but also empty paint pots. And, mm. they, and it was kind of funny. The article's, like... I'm sorry, you know we can't recycle any material from you know sprues from like other companies, and of course they right <laughs> we, we we can't recycle oh. we can't recycle sprues from other companies, and of course the typewriter monkey there had to put in because our plastic is too pure and high quality, and oh, then come the on, next guys and, come on it's this it's. The same polystyrene pellets that every oh. other plastic company is using. Come on. Yeah,
0: yes, that they're buying from the same company.
2: It's it's minor. It's tiny. Oh. It's tiny. It's a little thing, but just is like. Is it? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm sorry it's we can't stupid. recycle anything from Mantic or Warlord games because right, our man, plastic yeah. is of mm. too high quality and too high, pure. The, the well, purity honestly, is too high. <laughs>
0: It just makes it sound like whatever they're going to do with it is not necessarily recycle it, like, for, I don't know, environmental reasons or for reusability and repurposing. It's for profit.
2: Like, or else why
0: would you say that?
2: To to be fair, there there are a few other types of plastic around. Like, you... Right, but are they non-recyclable? The training of consumers to recycle properly, like... So much of so much material that gets put into recycling bins has to be thrown out because somebody threw their hamburger in there, you know, Um, but also because so many people will throw in like the wrong types of materials too. But like, I I could see depending on what the process is, if you're throwing, you know, resin nubs in there, or if you're throwing in like, you know, PVC model bits or something like that, I don't know exactly what their process is, but something like that could be a problem um but just polystyrene from a different model company especially because it sounds like they're just yeah grinding it up to make uh i don't know gym mats something or something else. yeah 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 <laughs> uh or you know, whatever it is um yeah but it's but it's interesting cuz they're like it, it, you cannot put anything else in there because their plastic is of too high quality um, but in the next sentence, it's it's like... And you can also throw your old paint pots in there. Don't worry if there's still paint in the pot. That'll all get... They get recycled in, in the same process. Like, yeah, uh, the yeah. acrylic will all get... Re- but, It'll which, all get
0: burned up and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but no, that's... that's uh, I am curious to see, like, if they're able to expand the program. If it's successful enough that they, they put that other places. Like, just... <clears throat> just getting in the people in the habit of just recycling as much as they can is cool. Um, And especially if you're someone who is kind of accumulating a lot of sprues, if there's uh, a guiltless way to get rid of that pile, Hey, awesome. I mean, maybe maybe you'll go make some, some gym mats or whatever it's going to make. Cool. at, At least in a, in the United
0: States, like most states have recycling programs set up. Like, I recycle ninety six gallons every other week, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. I throw my sprues in there. Are they? I don't know. I don't know if they're being used, but
2: yeah, it, they are recycled material. It's recyclable material. I don't even know what like number plastic it is. So a lot of plastic is stamped on the bottom with a little recycling triangle, and then there's a number in the center. And I think yeah. I checked and the, the paint pots are, I think, are number five plastic, which off the top of my head, I don't know what that is. And I don't know what recyclable number polystyrene is either, but yeah, it depends on your local municipality, like what, what the recycling stream does. I, I think I looked into it once and my local stream is doesn't take hard plastic polystyrene. Mm. Um, so who knows that? You might have just thrown a hamburger into your recycling bin. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean nobody's complained. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 take it
0: every time. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure. But <laughs> man, that makes me so angry. Like uh, there was an apartment complex that I lived at for a while and not all apartments have this, but this apartment did have a big old dumpster for trash and next to it a big old dumpster for recycling. And it was always just bags of trash in the recycling. Yeah, dumpster. Yeah. And it would make, and it would make me so upset. Cause I would have spent like all this time sorting my recycling and like in my apartment, I had the different bins and I just go out there yeah. and just be like, like, yeah, well, that was, that's, that's a happy meal. <laughs> that's, that's that's a damn it. <laughs> like, <that's> a, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know,
0: it could have just been the Happy Meal box, which is it was not recyclable. It was,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, if if they have a recycling stream that does something worthwhile with with paint pots and their high quality, super pure sprues, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I think I think the number of people who actually get to a bottom of a paint pot is very mm-hmm. low. The number well, of people you, who, uh, who recognize transfer. that it's completely dry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually wait, that probably happens a lot. People Taking their terrible paint pots, putting them into much better dropper bottles, and then just mm-hmm. coming into Games Workshop with like thirty of their stupid pots and throwing them in the bin. I mean yeah. I I did that. I
0: I did probably 60, sixty, fifty or sixty paints. Yeah. Uh and just yeah, tossed all the pots after I took the labels off, of course, and reused yeah. those. <laughs> yeah. Uh threw it through it in the, the recycling yeah.
2: I mean, for all of this, I'd say like if you're burning more than a than a liter of petrol to to get to the Games Workshop to do your recycling, <laughs> you're not doing the environment any favor. Like if if you're bar- right. burning more than half a liter of petrol to get there with your giant pile of sprues, you're still not doing the environment any favors. <laughs> but if you were if you were going to the Games Workshop anyway to get the new Warhammer Underworlds uh, Warband, then you know sure bring your bring your seven yeah, if, empty you're go- paint if you're going yeah. yeah don't yeah. go out of your anyways. way yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like seriously if you if you if you burned five liters of petrol to get to the <laughs> and i keep describing <laughs> well, yeah, it that for me, way it's to try to far. communicate with uh, the the great britainers you know
0: like, yeah. <laughs> i mean i i have a feeling like we can translate, but
2: that's the nation of England and Wales. There's one of them where you have to say and Wales at the end, right? The kingdom of Britain and England and Wales. I mean, I mean, technically, there's like a and prince of parts of, of Ireland, right? but not idea. Scotland,
0: never Scotland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> parts of uh, people who accept it, I guess. I don't know, in Ireland, I
2: don't depends know. on the year. Uh, gotta watch Braveheart again. I need to keep brush up on these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right Did we have something to talk about today
0: i mean we had a lot of hobby stuff that was that was you know tangentially related i guess recycle bravely as they say um yeah, yeah. but have you been doing any painting
2: i got my speed paint here yeah uh, i've right. been doing all a little right. little speed painting on some some conquest minis is one of the things i've been up to but yes we'll get to, we'll talk more about that later. that's that's not exciting that's okay <laughs> not yet not yet <laughs> not
0: yet no, don't want to, don't want to overload the people with the conquest. You know, you'll, see. <sighs> you'll all see. I know, I know. Um, yeah. Speaking of conquest, though, I, I do have to get some conquest done. <laughs> I really do. Haven't touched it since I built it, but yeah.
2: I hear that. But no, that's, that's the whole point of speed paint is to just get this done. I'm, I'm I'm slap chopping, you know?
0: Yeah. Are you using the, you're just using the airbrush to zenithal and then doing it? You're not no, like dry brushing
2: it? No. So much of what I do is to avoid mean comments on the internet. So in this case, uh, I zenithaled, <laughs> I, I primed with a rattle can, zenithaled mm. with a rattle can and and used my dry brush. And and I figure if I do that enough times, I build up enough internet karma of dealing with a rattle can. Right, right. So I don't get the comment of, <laughs> oh, airbrush, unsubscribe. Like, you, you gotta... Have you actually had that happen? I mean, is that a thing that happens? I frequently get a comment that... I, yeah, yeah, frequently get a comment like, oh, uh, it was a good video, and then he pulled out an airbrush, goodbye. Like, goodbye. <laughs> uh, and maybe I should not be... Uh, changing any of my activities to cater to those people but i mean yes that's for real (laughs) most people do not own an airbrush and i do want to be showing uh the accessible ways of doing all this and
0: sort of fair yeah i don't know i i i think we've come to a point in this hobby where I, i mean especially on youtube right like almost everybody is using an airbrush pretty consistently.
2: I think and I think there's a subset of viewers who get frustrated with that and I and I think that's reasonable actually. Like remembering before before we were internet YouTubers, we didn't start not everybody starts with an airbrush. Uh No, I
0: certainly didn't and I watched yeah, yeah. a lot of videos that uh I like I remember searching for videos that did not have airbrush in them yeah exactly I was like, oh exactly well i i don't want to i don't want to have to wade through that but at the same time it kept popping up and it kept popping yep. up and 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 old kenny over here is yelling at me to get an airbrush it's easy so i did yeah and i was like oh no this is this is better like this is the better way to go
2: yeah i think yeah. relatively early on in your your hobby journey an airbrush is a wonderful investment as long as you have the the place to use it like yeah you you have yeah. a place that's you know basement garage r- room where you're not constantly breathing the vapors, I don't know like you, you got a uh, place to use it um, even that but at at the same time for for many years, I was both a a child with without the the cash flow for an airbrush, and then I was a person living in an apartment and didn't mm-hmm. uh, w- want to necessarily push the limits of my uh, the, the patience of of my neighbors, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, that's fair. You know, pumping yeah. up the,
0: the old compressor every two yeah. seconds.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. That, mm-hmm. which I get used to, and I'm fine with, yeah. but if that's just going on on the other side of the wall, and you, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: I mean I get I get the like fringe circumstances. Right.
1: Well but well, I don't I think know it if... is the
2: case that I think it is the case that most people who watch our videos do not yet own an airbrush. Um and so so just yeah, from possible. time to time I, I do try to to go back to basics and prime with a rattle can and dry brush to to get the zenithal set up or the, the slap mm-hmm. chop set up, you know? Yeah. Um so that's what I'm doing. And it definitely takes longer. It definitely takes longer, but I'm, I'm building up that karma and I'm getting that video footage to So later when I just use an airbrush, be like, yeah, look, but you can use a dry brush. See, uh, so <laughs> see that's, and that that's usually how I, I say it. It's
0: like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm doing this with a, with an airbrush. You can easily, you know, dry brush this if you don't have an airbrush. Like that's, it's, it's so fast, even though I, you know, ironically, I, I just made a video where I the primed these these goblins with the airbrush and I did not mention the dry brush. Uh. But I also don't care. So I, I don't care. Um.
2: <laughs> but anyway, like, you, I, th- I think if you watch enough Zenithold. videos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You asked to if I sold with no. an
2: airbrush and not this time is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Um And. If it were just me and I, I wasn't worried about what people would say about me on the internet, I I would have just quietly myself, zenthal highlighted with my airbrush and a little bit of Liquitex white ink. It would have been smooth and nice and quick.
0: Yeah, you know, you know what the uh, the uh, big brain move would have been though is to film a single model being dry brushed and then actually use your airbrush for the rest of them. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Yeah, and nobody would have questioned it. <laughs> like, wow, your driver, she's so smooth. Like, I know, I know,
2: whole big brain really here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. <sighs>
2: uh, uh there you go, audience. Uh, Casey, Casey lies to his viewers. He will uh, say he's doing something one way, <laughs> and then do it a completely different way. So. I mean, it's not a
0: lie if I'm literally doing it that way and then just not doing it that way for the rest of the models. So That's it's fine.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I agree to disagree on you lying to your audience, <laughs> yeah. Casey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, there needs to be a poll. Something needs to happen. Like, <laughs> how many of you own an airbrush? Just raise your hand.
2: Yeah. Raise your hand if you own an airbrush. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care yeah, where you yeah, are. I don't, I don't care what you're that. doing. Raise your hand if you own an airbrush. Yeah, raise it. Exactly. High yeah. enough <laughs> yeah. so I can see
1: it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm glad that that's very scientific. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's foolproof. Yeah. All right, Casey. Did you watch the uh, the MS Paints video today? Yes, I did. Good
0: old Dave, like oh. raiding in on the uh, Duncan's. Two thin coats, yeah. Laboratory. Tell us, good viewers. video. Oh, I thought you said something else. That's weird. So, sorry. Tell um, the listeners.
2: Yes, tell the listeners.
0: <laughs> well, both, but I thought you said hello, viewers. Like, oh, that's good. Hello, Dave, viewers. Good for, for Dave, that's, that's great. I'm glad you got all this. Yeah. So, so Dave from MS Paint went in and basically did a whole tour of the what Transatlantic Games warehouse. Um, mm-hmm. That was pretty sweet like i I did not realize that first of all, they were as small of an operation like I knew they weren't huge, but they are a very tiny operation. It's like six people right yeah. that actually work on the floor um and I mean they they have uh they've come up with some stuff. Let me tell you if you have not seen this video tell them uh some some pretty fancy engineering feats. To uh, like screw bottle caps onto things and flip paint bottles over to make that assembly line proper. And like all this handmade stuff, it's like plywood screwed together with, with parts on it to like bottle this paint. And they're doing it yeah. all pretty much by hand. And it's kind of insane, honestly. Like after watching your video, Brent, of of touring the the army painter in Denmark... It's yep. like, oh, that's a pretty sweet facility. They got the machines, they got the things, you get the, you know, how stuff works, like montages going on all over the place. And it's like, wow, OK, like that's a that's a big leap from where yeah. they're at. But they're I mean, they're still bottling apparently a, a decent amount of paints doing it that way
2: for so sure. Like Hats sure. off. Yeah. So on the last episode, I was saying that I went to Denmark for, for reasons, but the, the reason I went was to see the Army Painter's factory floor, basically, and, and make a little behind the scenes video there. And, um, yeah, at, at the Army Painter, it's a, it is now a company of about 75 employees. They bottle a lot of paint there and they actually have, uh, I think they actually have four lines when I was there, three of them were up and running, but they have three lines where if you know, they, they they have a person like minding each of the lines, but if the person were to walk away at, at least until one of the hoppers ran out or, or like something messed up or whatever, like that machine would take a pile of empty bottles, a bucket of paint at the back, a, pile of you know dropper tips a pile of dropper uh, caps and then you know a a roll of labels and that machine operating entirely on its own would do the assembly line robots would run the assembly line and that bucket of paint would be empty and you would have you know at one end uh, an overflowing box filled with filled capped and labeled bottles of paint (laughs) yeah um so so the the human is there to make sure that the machine has everything it needs and that the machine is happy and healthy um Mm -hmm. but but the machine is doing all of the actual bottling i mean i mean the human is doing a lot to make sure that all the hoppers are filled and everything but like yeah you gotta feed the machine yeah. yeah Yeah, you can you can set it up and flip a switch and walk away and in theory get I don't know I don't know what the actual number is but like a thousand bottles of paint before like it, something probably goes wrong or or something <laughs> runs out or or whatever yeah um, but the and and so this week that we're recording I got that video out it's like hey here's here's behind the scenes at the army painter this is how they bottle paint this is pretty cool like a lot of a lot of cool engineering here talented people cool engineering and just by luck uh I didn't I did not know this was happening but um the pickle jar and ms paint both went to the Transatlantis games facility in boodle uh britain boodle united kingdom and uh they (laughs) yeah they (laughs) Uh, dave dave from ms paints got a lot of really cool shots of the way that this company is bottling paints for for two thin coats but this is a company of six employees and it is also a company that's you know essentially only been bottling paints, I think some of them have prior experience doing this, but like this company Mm -hmm. bottling paints since the first Duncan Kickstarter about a year ago. So they're generously just starting like year two of being a company. They have six employees and they have (laughs) they have figured out reasonably efficient ways to do everything in that assembly line from yeah, flipping the the bottles right side up to squirt and paint in there to you know, bottle caps and labels, but it is certainly not like a single robotic assembly line. It's like there's yeah. a there's a station for this operation, there's a station for this operation, and they each have varying degrees of of human involvement. And the machines are like helping the humans absolutely, um, and some of the machines are are you know. One of the machines is nice and modern and and fancy looking. The the labeler machine, <laughs> the labeler, looks, yeah, <laughs> looks, looks real spiffy. Um, yeah, but the rest of the machines are are pretty bootleg looking. Like they're they're ingenious. Yeah. They're they're yeah, custom taking made. parts of
0: Dremels and and little levers to push down and
1: yeah. Like,
0: uh, then the Dremel turns yeah. on as you push it down and it spins the cap and tightens it. <laughs> like you lift it up, it turns out like all handmade.
2: Yeah. Like just
0: so you don't have to sit there and screw the bottle caps on. Cause that would wreck you.
2: <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. It yeah. absolutely fascinating. And so I 100% recommend that you go check out honestly, both of those videos, but uh, yeah. you know, especially MS paint there with the, the tour of, of the two thin coats facility. And Yeah, two facilities essentially doing the same thing, mixing paint and then bottling it. But you can Mm -hmm. just see what what it looks like when you have you know 15 years of investment in the equipment and and growth versus if you're on year two Um, and you're bootstrapping it, trying to get to work, (laughs) bootstrapping it, and hey, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. And honestly, for the kickstarter was a million dollars right but um a, a million dollars isn't going to buy four custom robotic uh assembly lines uh, with I with think so yeah it was 1.1 1. 1 or yeah. something yeah. yeah um but but anyway like yeah it's a smaller operation at this point and so of course it has to be smaller and, and bootleg and and uh, mm-hmm little more elbow grease but they were getting it done and it was and there was a lot of creativity in in the ways that they were using the the machines to help the people uh, it was great it was yeah great.
0: <laughs> honestly it makes me uh, root for them even more because it's like oh yeah they're they're putting the time and the effort in to try to do something that they technically like I mean, they don't have the machines to do it. And they're just like, no, we're going to we're going to make the machines. We're
2: just yeah. going to do it anyway. Awesome. So awesome. good. So good. Yeah. yeah, I love love to see that. And when when I was at the Army Painter, I mean, the some of the a, a small corner of the warehouse did have some of their old equipment in it. And some of it was similar to to what we saw there yeah. uh in that video from from mm-hmm. two thin coats there were definitely some machines there like filling machines where there was definitely that that lever the the pull lever that somebody right. was pulling and i'm, I'm not sure what <laughs> each of those did but there was definitely like oh yeah somebody still yeah. here and pulled <laughs> the <lever."> yeah
0: <laughs> i mean i i'm sure that the as a like a warehouse type company you go through phases of equipment and all yeah. these things and it's like well, you got to start here. That's what you got to do. It's you know, it's like working out of your garage and boxing up products or whatever. Like that's just how it goes. You box them up by hand until you're like, okay, yeah. I need to figure something else out because by doing that, we are then going to, you know, start to multiply and grow. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. you know, as, as soon as as two thin coats really starts to get out there, and especially because they they were picked up. Uh, by Asmodee last year for distribution, it's like yeah they're gonna have to bottle a lot of paints, but with that it's gonna come those upgrades I'm sure I sure. Kind of have to imagine so yeah yeah but pretty crazy to see like so early on um awesome that they would let somebody in with a camera guy kind of you know like army uh-huh. painters letting people in with a camera it's crazy
2: uh-huh. cool uh huh yeah um it, so. The the first Kickstarter there, I think the the delivery of the paints was know, six months after that they said they were aiming for, which mm-hmm. is not bad at all. Like no, I, not bad. Um, you know when they when they said what they thought their delivery date was going to be, like oh that seems very soon. Um, <laughs> and the Kickstarter went really well. They got a ton of orders for those paints. And they needed to figure out systems to bottle and label that many paints a lot yeah. faster. And a lot um, of paints. And so you can see where, you know, some of that time went to is like, oh, we gotta design machines to help us be more <laughs> efficient and get this done. <laughs> and and they did, and now they've got a system and now they're cranking through. And mm-hmm. you know, if they if they keep growing, I'm sure they'll They'll substitute out of, you know, some of the plywood uh, instruments that they built for <laughs> themselves. Maybe get some some aluminum in there. You know, maybe right. steel, steel eventually. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Oh,
0: I was watching this. Uh, I think it was like a Linus Tech Tips or something. Um, and they ordered this, this custom, uh, like refrigeration unit to test like humidity and temperature and stuff for electronics. Um, but they were talking about how kind of insane it is that like when you start to get into industrial equipment how a lot of it especially at a certain level is basically just like that that stuff at, at transatlantis it's like it's it's handmade right mm. and it's very custom even though it's like this big industrial unit um they just cover it in like nice white coverings right
2: okay yeah.
0: Like and that's kinda what, what uh Dave was saying in the video. It's like, well, yeah, it's basically the same thing, it just doesn't have the big white box on it. Sure. Like it's covering, it's it's the same thing. So it it's probably not far off from the actual equipment that they will end up swapping it out for. And it'll still be handmade, just like I said, with aluminum instead of black. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? I mean, I think at the army painter, a lot of that stuff was certainly was custom made itself, mm-hmm. um, but with different materials. And they did at, at, at the army painter every every uh, station from setting the bottles upright to filling the bottles to capping to labeling. Like all of those are different stations, but they're all connected by a conveyor belt and automatically pass. To each station yeah. down the line. Yeah. Um, whereas in the in the video for Tooth and Coats, it was clear that like, okay, they're at the bottling station. There is a dude who has like what looks to be a fairly efficient pump. He's got a he's got a pump and he's got a little hose and he's going through and he's filling each each of the bottles in his tray. And then he's passing his tray to the next station where they're putting the tips on the bottles and they're they're you know using machine to help screw the the caps on the bottles, which are basically two lever presses for an employee. Um, mm-hmm. And those little machines obviously help a lot, but it still requires some input from the employee. Um, and, yeah, so the as they get bigger, there will be some <laughs> bigger changes than just changing plywood for for steel like there there will be more yeah. automation eventually presumably but um no it all all of the homemade stuff was working was working well and it's just fascinating to see yeah 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 um so Honestly, uh thank you to Army Painter for letting me in there. Thank you to uh Transatlantic Games for for letting Pickle Jar and and MS Paints in there. Um fascinating to see what goes on behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. yeah, for for all of us viewers, like what good luck that those two things happened at about the same time. <laughs> yeah like those two videos came out two days apart from each other and neither of Uh us knew that the other one was going on um Mm -hmm. and and yeah it's just like here's what a i mean army painter isn't a huge company 75 employees for like the number of countries they send stuff to is is not that big um but for the
0: reach that they have for sure but
2: for for this little niche hobby i mean they're they they're getting to be one of the bigger companies. I'm now. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see Citadel and Vallejo, essentially, like
0: what what they actually look like on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, companies that that probably look exactly the same. They're just like we're not letting anybody in here. Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't show anybody.
2: I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I I, I don't know the numbers. It, it feels like. Vallejo is probably, it's certainly an older company than Army Painter. It feels like at this point it might be a little bigger, but not a lot bigger. Um,
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, considering, like, I I
0: find it pretty hard to find Vallejo almost anywhere.
1: Well, you don't live in
0: Europe. Well, I know. That's my point, though. It's like, if they're only delivering to that area, mostly, right, other than Mm -hmm. a few select places in the states or you know wherever whoever carries them like yeah. that could make the difference in the type of manufacturing that they're doing or the size you know yeah. so i don't who
2: knows yeah who knows yeah within within like our painting minis hobby army painter is one of the larger facilities at this point probably again citadel is yeah. probably bigger i don't know where they uh, they bottle their paints. Vallejo might be bigger. It might at least have like a couple of different lines because they have some different bottle shapes. Um, but no,
1: okay.
2: yeah, bottle shapes. Well, they've got their like metallic line. Their oh right, like the 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 thick bottles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what
2: you're
0: talking yeah, about. Yeah, because yeah, they they put their some of their washes in there too. Like a a dark wash and a rust wash and stuff that they put in those same bottles,
2: sure, sure. So, yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, no, we we got a treat and we got to see two paint bottling facilities on kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, like a smaller one and a bigger one. Um, and now, of course, I'm fascinated, I would love to (laughs) just, I know, right? It just wets the appetite. I want to see more, 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it'd be cool. Yeah, maybe someday.
0: Um, I mean, maybe, maybe someday. Yeah, someday.
2: Get get on hell to to go to the Vallejo uh, facility. Get in there on hell. Yeah, we could probably. He probably could. We'll we'll start a a campaign to to get him in there. Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. yeah? We'll make a change dot org uh, petition to <laughs> yeah. get on hell into the into the, the Vallejo paint bottling facility. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> just
0: starts spamming, emailing him. Like, you need to just come on. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, get over there.
1: Yeah.
2: Just
0: start sending these, these videos to, to him and be like, hey, eh?
1: eh,
2: hey, come eh? on. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: we want to see what's going on. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Someday, someday. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But uh, what else? What else? <sighs>
0: Um, well, since we kind of talked about Kickstarter a little bit and long wait times, uh, I just got in the mail after I swear it's been like three years the uh, creature caster skirmish game, the Judgment Eternal Champions. Okay. Yeah. Like it's been a minute since, yep. since I backed that. And I honestly, it's been so long, I can't even remember. It's got to be at least two or three years. Um, but pretty exciting. Uh, it came with a really sweet, like neoprene hex grid mat in the box, like a real Ooh. big one, too. So it's nice, like almost as nice as your desktop or there. Like I'd, I'd feel pretty good about having that down. So it's it like a play mat. I thought that was extra fancy. I may have paid extra for that. and I literally just don't remember. So, you know, if you're sitting come with that, that's, that's probably why. Um, but the models are sweet. Yeah. Like and they're the they're the hard P V C you know stuff, which you know, in the past has been real bad. And I mean even from other companies where I've I've gotten them, uh I've been kinda of disappointed. But these are actually pretty nice. They're um From Creature Caster? Uh, yeah,
2: Creature Caster. Creature Caster yeah. has P V C minis? Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah, that.
0: that's that's their thing. So and they're they're uh I think they're twenty eight millimeter scale. Or it's twenty eight or thirty two. But they're small scale. They're not 75 millimeters, you know, right.
2: like big monsters and stuff. Because creatures um, is kind of famous for their resin pours, but mm-hmm. they also did get into CO cast. So are you mistaking CU cast minis for PVC? Mm, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure now. they're, they're okay. PVC. Okay.
0: I'm pretty sure. Like 99% sure. Now I'm going to have to look. Damn
2: it! <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, but Come I'm pretty to sure it is. the podcast for accurate information.
0: At least ninety nine percent of the time, close yeah. enough.
2: It's yeah. good enough. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But um, I mean the the quality of the actual sculpts, the way they look, like is creature cast. Really, good. they're awesome. Some of the stuff in there is really cool. Really? Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that because it's you know another skirmish game on the pile of skirmish games I want to try uh and i know for sure that they're going to be doing another uh demo of that game at Adepticon this year uh because Ooh. we didn't get to play it last year like we ended up talking to like Lindstall i think for a while next to where they were doing the the demos that's right so that's it was right. like hey like, hey oh, yeah, okay i guess we'll, we'll yeah hang out for a little while and then i forgot about it but um yeah, so I'm I'm kind of stoked about that cuz you know, I've really been wanting to kind of branch out and just play more games in general. Like I I don't know, like I don't play a lot of games in a year, you know, like a handful. Um and I'm just always trying to think of ways to turn that around. Like I've really wanted to do like live streaming on my channel as an excuse to just play more games, you know, it's like, well, I'm working, I'm working. So I gotta, you know, play this game, you know, Um, which I think is a perfectly valid reason, you know? Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. Everything looks pretty good. Um, And I'm also hoping that we can do some shade spire. Since I painted these goblins, I'm kind of like, well, maybe I should, yeah. Hop into that too just cuz yeah. cuz now I I got this painted warband like for no reason like okay. um I'll I'll play some
2: shade spire with you.
0: Right. Okay. I'll I'll bring them then. I'll bring them cuz okay. I'm already bringing models so I might as well.
2: Yeah. I'll bring my <laughs> my fundamentals band, you know. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's the one I painted. Yeah.
0: When did you paint that?
2: For a video three and a half years ago. That was the. The like. Start painting video that I did. And it's the. Yeah that, that was a war band. From Underworlds. It was the. Oh man I'm forgetting what they're called now. But yeah the the y Like barbarian ones.
0: I literally don't remember.
2: You know it's
0: interesting. Weird that. Uh, we've both. Been doing this for, it'll be five years in. I guess about now, actually. About now, for me, somewhere it's September around September
2: eleventh, it'll it'll be five years. Is about it septu-
0: September? Okay, well, for for I me, think, I it was a I little actually,
2: bit I, I think I actually posted my first video on September tenth, but this is <laughs> funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Okay. Too soon. Um,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's been a while, so that's weird. Like uh, cause I was talking about goblins, right? And I was like, Well, I know I've painted a crap load of goblins, right? And I was looking at it, it's like, Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. Like a long time ago. <laughs> like in, in in video land, it's like
2: weird uh, to go back memories. that far yeah, yeah the, like watches you just, some of you that be like oh. track it back and uh yeah. right about here yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now i'm gonna have to check that and see how long your hair was back then uh, <laughs> like i haven't cut it since it started not, so. not nearly enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah yeah it's it's hard to remember back that far though
2: sometimes like
0: what what was the model i painted what was the thing i don't i don't know anymore.
1: I don't
2: know. Yeah, uh, um, you you look. Maybe you have a a whole Warhammer Underworlds warband, and if you can find the cards that go with it, and they're not just like in the bottom of your van somewhere, you you might be no, ready I, to play. No, I did
0: the uh, the cards were in the Ziploc bag that I had, so I have all the cards. And I don't I don't have like dice or anything or.
2: Did you just I, have I a moving box in your? a moving box in your van for the past nine months is that what you're telling me or was it just like <laughs> the plastic baggie was in like a cup holder in the back row of seats what do you what that are you would have been here? funnier
0: i wish i could yeah. tell you that but no so so remember i was saying it was the, the like cheapy plastic bins that you get from like walmart you, they're just drawers but they're plastic they always like fall apart and stuff um so, I picked that up. It was in my hobby space. I just picked up the whole thing and it has all sorts of hobby stuff in it. And I just tossed it in my van. Uh, so, okay. like the other day, I was like, I need to find these uh, Stormcast Eternal shoulder pads that I know I have somewhere and I still can't find. Um, so, I went out after I checked everything in my hobby space. I went through boxes, I went into my garage. Uh, you know of course finding even more hobby stuff that wasn't the thing I was looking for but I found a bunch of stuff like it took me most of the day and then I was like oh no I've got a whole thing in the van so I went to the van and like you know opened the back doors of the van and, and there's my whole hobby thing And they weren't in there either but these goblins were so yeah set them aside and some, you lose kinda... some. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't find shoulder pads but I found goblins so yeah, yeah. it's it's fine yeah um, but yeah, like doing doing games, I think is where I want to be this year. Adepticon, at like Adepticon, just a little, yeah. little games I here and there. Say yes try to try
2: to demo games and, yeah. and give it a shot. And yeah, if if you see me at Adepticon and and you're standing in front of a demo game and you want to play a demo game and you're willing to explain about like a third of the rules to me in the most simplistic of forms uh yeah that 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 sounds amazing i would love that yeah (laughs) Yeah, i would love that please talk to me like i am a
0: small child like that's all i need really is is to get going (laughs) yeah um i mean and, and you know like we've said before like when we did play that conquest game that's basically how that went and now it's like yeah man i'll play some conquest I understand that. Like, I don't think I could play it now. Oh, I'm
2: (laughs) gonna. If if there's an empty uh, demo game, a conquest going on,
0: yeah, rematch,
2: Casey, rematch. Oh yeah, Yeah. that's
0: a good call. That's a good call because I can't remember who won last year. I think it was me.
2: (laughs) I feel like I had some really good moments, but you won. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. it might have been
0: set up that way though.
2: Like whoever was on that
0: side of the table. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like, you had a giant you had a giant but now i have giants but i don't know you, yeah. you
0: literally have giants yes yeah yeah which is good oh man that reminds me i i screwed up uh pretty bad pretty bad the other day um
2: what'd you buy so I've, been,
0: I've been uh well i didn't that's the problem i didn't buy yeah so so of course you know i i frequently look at ebay in general but of course Um, I have saved searches set up for Parabellum's Conquest. And I get daily notifications via email for all the keywords and things about Conquest. And generally, the same things pop up. And I don't buy them because they're the same things that I already don't want. Um, Which, you know, says a lot about the used market and Conquest and the state of things. Currently, I don't really want to get into that. But the other day, a sweet listing popped up and it was like, here's an entire like Nord army or whatever it is with the giants, right? There was a giant and a bunch of different squads of guys and all the stuff mm-hmm. that came with it. Plus unopened boxes, unbuilt models and all these things. And it was like, Oh, starting bid a hundred bucks. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's a reasonable place to start. This probably cost three or $400, maybe even more. And I was like, okay, I'll save that for later. Cause it's like four or five day, you know, four or five days left or whatever. And I, I sat on it and I, I seriously looked at it at least once a day. Okay, there's no bids on it. This is looking pretty promising. Last day rolls around and I le- I legitimately completely forgot. I didn't set a timer. I didn't put a snipe bid in. I didn't do any of that. And uh, it went for a hundred bucks. And I screwed myself out of like the thing I've been waiting for for conquest on eBay to like legitimately go all in and make something cool. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize.
2: It's just. I'm sorry too. It's terrible. It happens. It happens. And I I feel for you. I feel for you. You (sighs) It sucks. You'll get them next time. Casey, you'll get them next time. I mean, maybe. <laughs> you just gotta you stay on it with those search results. You stay on it with, with, you know, trying not to give in to your forgetfulness and you know, try to pay attention. And, or just buy it now. A real, yeah, a true warrior would buy it now. I would have. There was no buy it now. Uh,
0: I would have, believe me, if it was a hundred dollars, I would have immediately clicked that button. There's no way. Like, even if I didn't have a hundred dollars, I'd be like, well, what can I do to get a hundred dollars so I can buy this now? Cause
2: yeah, before the eBay yeah. loan sharks come to get you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta do so. Yeah. Get that, uh, PayPal credit card real quick. Just give me mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Don't do that. It's a terrible idea. Um, <laughs>
2: We do not condone yeah. going into debt for conquest minis. Uh,
0: no, no. In general, it's just a bad idea. Like plastic tends to hold its value, but uh, interest will kill you. So don't do that.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. yeah. Credit advice, Bravely right the Podcast.
2: <laughs> well, hell on that note. <laughs> thank you
0: again for joining us on another episode of pay bravely if you enjoyed this podcast please help us out by leaving us a review on itunes subscribing to the youtube channel and sharing this message with your hobby friends and as always we appreciate each and every one of you for listening and we will talk
2: to you next time time.
0: (laughs) oh yeah Uh oh There should be a credit disclaimer. Like, don't
1: take.